Welcome to Mapping Healthy Minds, a podcast from Compass Counseling that asks the question, we all have mental health, how's yours? I'm Justin Lewis. On this episode, we will be talking about stress and something a little different will be happening. Instead of me doing the interview, Katie Englert will take over host duties. So, Katie, here's the host mic. It's all yours. Wow, I'm really excited about this, Justin. I've never hosted a podcast before, so this will be interesting. I make it look harder than it really is, so you're in good (laughs) shape. All right, so today we're going to talk about stress at work. That's your topic when we are putting together workshops and, and going to businesses here in town locally and sharing that with our clients and with our team. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you would define stress. So stress is a physical reaction to something that happens in our life. Um, it's our body's response to a change that occurs. So one other way of saying this is whenever a stressor happens to us, then our body has a, some sort of reaction to that. And, you know, some of those common reactions include headaches, uh, they include upset stomachs, uh, those sort of things. And that all happens after some sort of negative change occurs. And that's going to be different for everybody. For some people, a stressor um, in their life wouldn't be a stressor for another. So um, that's kind of where I'm coming from when I think about what stress is. Yeah, when I think about stress, I think about how often I hear people say it. People say, (laughs) I'm so stressed out all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like at work, um, obviously what we do, we hear a lot of people are stressed out, um, but just even in our day-to-day. So how do you look at that? Like, Do you feel the same way? Do you hear that um, in your daily life? Yeah, for sure. And stress occurs most of all, and I talked about negative change, but it also happens whenever we feel like we need to change something, but we can't, like we're out of control of a situation uh, or we're over our head in a situation. Like I need to be able to do this task, but for one reason or another, I'm not capable of doing the task. Uh, You know, the out of control thing is like, I want this situation to be a certain way, but I only have so much power over it. And so I think in our society of wanting everything to be perfect, we're going to become stressed about things that we can't control or we're over our head or unable to unable to do anything about for whatever reason. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to struggle with that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, and I think our culture is so busy right now that that can come across as stressful too. So when we're talking about stress, what are some common ways that you see in your office that people experience stress? So to kind of reference back to the out of control piece, um, people experience stress whenever they're in relationships a lot because they're unable to control the other person, right? We can only control ourselves. So if something occurs where we can't um, control what someone else is doing, we get kind of stressed about that. We get stressed about the future, I think. Again, something that we don't have any control over. And um, whenever we feel like we need something to go a certain way, we're worried about something. There's a lot of stress that comes with that. And uh, there's a lot of performance stress, too, about am I going to be able to do what I need to do to follow through with an activity or a a task or a job? 
and um, and there's time constraints. You said people are busy all the time, and that falls into the am I going to be able to do what I need to do with all these different things on my plate? Yeah, and specifically at work, do you feel like people come in here and they talk about specifics about work stress? Yeah, I think so. I think that a lot of times at work it has to do with <laughs> having to do things you don't want to do <laughs> and feeling stressed about uh, am I going to perform at the level that I need to because I don't really want to do this task or maybe I feel like I have too many tasks, you know, going back to the the busy thing. Am I going to be able to get everything done? I think that's a common stressor when it comes to work. Sure, especially as an employee. What about talking with managers or people in leadership at work? Do they experience a different type of stress, in your opinion? Yeah, I think when it comes to the, am I going to be able to get everything done stress, they should um, be able to delegate more, be willing to delegate more, is one of the things that I would recommend for people that are in positions of leadership. Because trying to take everything on and control everything yourself and do everything is just going to compound that stress. You know, also, I don't know if this is a good time to say this or not, but... um, As we hear sirens in the background. As we hear sirens in the background. (laughs) I'm stressing out. Where's that siren going? (laughs) Hopefully that's not not a fire truck going to my house or something. Um, Is that stress can come from good events as well, like... It's something that we're looking forward to. Say we're putting on a wedding. Uh, there's a lot of stress that goes with that. But ultimately, we hopefully think that the the wedding is going to be a good thing. But of all the things that have to be done, all the things that are outside your control, those are going to be stressors that carry some weight. And, um, you know, holidays also, trying to put on a good holiday for the family is stressful. Have to worry about what the uncle's going to say to the nephew and all that kind of thing. But but being able to get everything organized can be a stressful a time. Sure. I think any time you have to collaborate with anybody to get a big project done or a big goal accomplished, mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting. And, and But like you said, you have to count on other people mm-hmm. right? to see that realized. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned a couple of responses to stress earlier. Can you talk a little bit about common and uncommon ways that people have symptoms of stress that they're either aware of or not aware of? That's a big question. Yeah. So, um, some of the most common symptoms are going to be ones that you experience physically that everybody thinks about like the stomach stuff and then the anxious kind of feeling as far as uh, your breathing, picking up the heart pounding. Um, But some of the other things that we may not notice immediately, but as time goes on is our immune system becomes weakened and so we're more likely to pick up a cold and so it kind of uh, works against our need to get that project done because we're worried about getting the project done we're stressed about it and then we end up picking up some sort of cold or virus which limits our ability to to get that done or whatever the case may be so um, that is one way that it affects us physically Mentally, it has some um, effects as well. So chronic stress versus acute stress, something that happens just on a day-to-day basis, but chronically experiencing stress actually changes the way that our brain uh, is shaped, and that increases our chance of getting depression or anxiety uh, later in life. Again, working against that 
need to have a mental freshness. It can actually um, hurt our memory. It, it affects relationships as well. So people are more likely <laughs> to notice negative behaviors about other people <laughs> when they're stressed. So uh, it actually makes us a worse person uh, whenever we're stressed, a worse person to deal with. And um, so it just kind of brings out our worst traits in a way. Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, people feel like if they're experiencing chronic stress that they don't have any power in that situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, I think for, you know, for my experience, when I work with people is showing them what their options are. Um, mm-hmm. They may not be ideal options, but there typically there are options. Sure. And it's important to recognize what your options are so you can choose. Maybe none of them is a great one. But at least you can say, all right, I made the choice instead of just continuing to wonder what can I do about this. You know, you look at, okay, what are my actual options? I'm going to have to choose one of those. So I think that's a good approach in handling that. And there's been some fairly recent, there's been some pretty good research done about the effectiveness of cognitive behavioral therapy with stress. There was an interesting TED talk that I saw about this not long ago and the lady had done a lot of research and the to boil it down here she found that our belief system on what stress can do to us affects us more than actual stress so if our, we change our mind about stress and how it can affect us then it actually has left less of a negative impact on us and I thought that was a really interesting study about and backs up sort of what I do with the cognitive behavioral type approach. Um, So I thought that was interesting research. And she actually kind of goes on to say, we can view stress as an opportunity to give us that drive that we need versus letting it shrink us back. So if we, we think about all the things that sometimes come with stress, which is the anxiety, we could look at it as, okay, I need to use this as a drive to prepare myself, right? I don't want to look stupid by getting up and not having prepared myself for a public speech. So you kind of use that stressor as a way to motivate yourself to do something helpful. Yeah, it's that mindset flip that we talk about pretty much on a daily basis. And it sounds like a really easy thing to do, but it takes a lot of practice and discipline Mm -hmm. to control your thoughts. For sure. So we've talked a lot about what stress is and how people might experience it. So let's talk a little bit about what to do about it. So once you've identified stress or somebody's pointed it out to you at work, possibly, (laughs) um, you know, depending on the kind of relationship you might have at work, you may have a coworker that's like, you seem really stressed out lately. Um, Hopefully you have a coworker like that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, it's helpful to have that feedback for sure. Yeah. Um, And so how, what's the first thing you should do if you are dealing with chronic stress so when i when i say chronic stress i mean stress that happens over and over again or you're or you're feeling stressed for more than a few days at a time so you know when you're in the moment versus chronic stress i guess are two different things the way to to try to deal with chronic stress is to create new habits in your life so some stress relieving habits could include things um, like healthy eating. If 
for eating better. We're going to have a better um, kind of approach to how we feel. And we've talked about that on this podcast before. Our energy level is going to be greater. Our mental capacity is going to be higher. Exercise is also an important way to uh, handle stress. Sure. Like we talk about those things in all different areas of life, but Mm -hmm. they really all are connected and work together. Right. Exactly. And then also trying to get plenty of sleep is important to recharge your batteries. And then, you know, also try to eliminate stressors when you can. If you notice that there's something in your life that continually gives you stress over and over, and maybe it's a person, maybe it's a task. You know, sometimes we can't eliminate that from our life, but sometimes we can eliminate toxic situations from our life. So, and that kind of goes back to the boundaries conversation that you and I had. And that's one way to lighten stress. And then, you know, like, like I was mentioning, using stress for good, trying to reframe how stress works in our life could be one way to see it as differently and it will impact us differently. Yeah. When I'm working with a client who's stressed out, we kind of make a list sometimes even, you know, Mm -hmm. I know this isn't a therapy session, but I mean, just identifying like, like you said, stressors, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's very helpful for people to know either (laughs) to prepare in advance (laughs) for those situations. Yeah, for sure. That's another thing that I was going to say is anytime you can proactively consider what can I do to make sure this situation includes as few stressors as possible, we should do that. So obviously that's not always an option, but whenever it is, we should definitely take it. Absolutely. So I have another question for you. So let's just say that you're at work and an acute stressful situation happens. We'll just say to me, like, so if I come into work and something acutely (laughs) stressful happens, what are some tips that you can give me to cope with that in the moment? Okay. So there are some things you could do like breathing exercises. If you are able to find yourself in a position to be sort of by yourself, then try to do some deep breathing type stuff that can calm you down. And um, if, if you're familiar with the movie Happy Gilmore, he talks about his happy place. And at his happy place, he's got all these nice things going on in his life. All the things that he enjoys are all in this one area and he thinks about it. And for him, it's a way to not be angry, but it actually can be helpful for us in real life whenever we get into this point of stress is to kind of do this guided imagery where we think about the, the positive things in our life, just to reframe things. Uh, so those are some, some ways that you could handle stress in the moment. Yeah, that sounds great. And I think, you know, whenever you're having a lot of stress over a lot of time, I think it's common in our culture. And I think people have, a, have accepted that they're going to have a stressful life. Yeah. What would you suggest to somebody who experiences stress on a daily basis? Well, you really have to explore what's going on in your life and what kind of responsibilities you're taking on. Because if you're experiencing stress on a daily basis, then you're, you know, to go back to the beginning of this, either you're, 
you're focusing a lot on things you can't control or you're putting yourself in a position that you're out of your ability. And so you got to look at how you're living your life basically and think, okay, am I going to be able to keep this up? Or what can I do to change my responsibilities here so that I'm not experiencing this stress all the time? I think those are some things to sit and take a look at. Yeah, and I've done a lot of research on taking time off and mm-hmm. having moments of solitude and how that's missing in our right. culture. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's vitally important to have time whenever we're able to just be with ourselves. We're always connected and every topic can go to how we're all always connected, I think, and that can be stressful as well. Like if we're connected then we're already get are always getting messages or whatever and then if we're not if we try to take that time away sometimes it's stressful because we're worried about what we're missing so we really have to to make that a practice i think early on it may be hard to to step away and do some isolated time but there's some things that can help with that like i know people do yoga and that sort of thing and that inherently blocks off some time from you being able to be connected or look at your phone and it just provides that sort of even if you're in a group of people you're kind of focused on yourself so that's one way to do it and exercise can be that way too as a way to sort of isolate and focus on the positives or just kind of clear your mind and not have anything right there in front of you at that time what what about at work so if you notice that your workplace is stressful or as a leader at work if you notice your team is stressed out or you're you're working in a high stress environment what are some things that you can do to help promote well-being and Mm -hmm. less stress in those situations well one way is to reframe the situation I think depending on what's going on, just, you know, speaking in generalities here, but you can reframe into, you know, the tasks here are high level tasks. Like we're performing something that's very important. So use that to use that idea to kind of motivate yourself. Going back to that research that was done about reframing stress as a way to push you, I think. So change the language actually that you use on your team. Right. Instead of like, all right, this this may stress you out, but you know, instead of that, it's like, all right, we have this we have this project that we're really going to be proud of. It may be a challenge at times, but if we focus on what we need to do, then we can get this done and break it down into manageable parts so that nobody feels like they're taking on more than they're able to or they're over their head. So, I think this was coming from a place of leadership to to know your team and what they're capable of is an important part of that, I think. What about rewarding or promoting um, a culture of fun? Does that help with stress? Tell me more what you mean by that, a culture of fun. Yeah, just having time together as a team where you're not really focused in on a project. I just meant like, I don't know, going out to lunch together or having... Yeah, to know that you are seen as more than just a cog in the wheel or... Uh, you know, a, a means to an end, I think is important to know for the employee to know that they're being supported and that the bottom line is not more important than the employee. And that is going to make the bottom line better, but uh, it does more for the employee to know that they're being supported and there's less 
pressure and stress from above, but more care and concern. So, yeah. So anything else that we haven't covered that you feel like would be important for the listeners to know about stress and how to cope with it if they're experiencing it? Well, I would, one thing that I would say is to not let the fear of stress hold you back. I saw something really interesting just recently whenever I was um, doing, putting this presentation together. And she says that chasing meaning is better for your health than trying to avoid discomfort. And so that, uh, that's the best way to make decisions. And that, is, that means to go after whatever creates meaning in your life and then trust yourself to handle the stress that follows. So with that idea that I'm going to be able to handle the stress if I'm approaching something meaningful in my life is a better way to live than just trying to be avoidant of all stress that could ever occur. So I thought that was a neat way to, to look at it. Yeah, who quoted that? That was Kelly McGonigal, and she's the one that did the research about making stress your friend. Okay. Yeah. So it goes back to the whole mindset reframe. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think that that's why if people find themselves in patterns of stress, why therapy can be really helpful or a helpful component of right. managing yeah. stress. Yeah, for sure. I think that having somebody over to, to reframe your situation for you, and that's probably how I handle it with folks the most is try to reframe and um, have them look at it from a different perspective because that um, the research also shows that is what can help us overcome stressful times. Yeah, and I think recognizing our own role in our own stress is important too because a lot of times when you're experiencing stress or even for myself when I've experienced stress in the past, it feels like things are happening to you when you're mm-hmm. in the moment. And right. really, really most of the time, I've put myself right in the middle of it. Right. right. Taking taking ownership of how you've contributed to your stressful situation is very important. And that, you know, in one way, it's important to take ownership because it's a responsible thing for an adult to do. But, you know, the, <laughs> right. good, th- the good thing is it's good news, you know. In a way, it's like, okay, I've contributed to a lot of this. That means I have some control over paring down some of this stress. So. Yeah, and working on time management and some things like that. You know, some some things are very practical also mm-hmm. when you're working with stress. So Yeah, no doubt. Well, great. Well, this has been fun, Justin. All right, yes, it has been. It's been interesting being on the other side of the microphone. I appreciate it. You did such a good job. Well, you know, I didn't stress too much about it, but you like that? I did like that. Okay. That was very good. <laughs> I'm trying to use my any stress I have about this to promo, to energize me to uh, have a better performance. I wish I had some more stress jokes, but I'm fresh out. <laughs> Don't stress about it. It's okay. Well, thanks for letting me sit on the other side here and ask you some questions about stress related to work and just in general. It's been a good time, and thanks for letting me do it. Thank you very much, Katie, for taking over the host mic. And uh, just a reminder, this podcast is not meant to be a substitute for professional counseling. For personalized therapy, you can contact us through our website. We offer both face-to-face and telehealth. All information about the services we offer can be found on that website, and that is compasscounselingky.com. This is one part of a series discussing workplace wellness. Mapping Healthy Minds is recorded in the Compass Building on 2204 Kentucky Avenue. 
hosted and produced by me, Justin Lewis, and made possible by Compass Counseling. Theme music is by Daniel Niehoff. We all have mental health. How's yours?